Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Robert Clinkenbeard of the Radix Group, a best-selling author of Iron Man Mindset for Entrepreneurs and Rock and Sand, a Practical Insight to Business Growth. Robert, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Glad to be here, Seth. All right. So I know you aren't, weren't always an Iron Man. Let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started in business? So I, uh, when I moved across to, from Scotland across to the States, I, um, I didn't really have, I didn't have any job, didn't have any social security number. So I was definitely uh, struggling from a pretty bad place. But um, I just started, to, I wanted an entrepreneurial journey. I, you know, I just I saw these people in nice cars, some nice houses. And I thought, well, how, how can I get some of that? And uh, after working for other people for a couple of years, I, um, I thought, well, maybe I start my own business. So I um, started from a, a pretty much a garage lockup. Um, myself, my business partner, we would get there at 4, 4.30 in the morning, being in Phoenix. And um, used to work all day, you know, things like cutting grass, trimming the shrubs. And then after work, we would go home and get showered. And then we'd go out at night and just uh, network and get to know, understand people and get to know people. And then just do thoroughly through that you know, long work. We just built the business over time. All right. And what were some of the most important lessons you kind of learned along the way? Because there are a lot of ups and downs in that story that we didn't get to yet. Yeah, there was was a lot of challenges there. Uh, I mean, I I made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I think, you know, trying to make sure you do your good job, trying to find the right people. uh, That was a big challenge for us. Um, You know, cash flow, I I was really bad at, um, you know, financials. So, you know, we, there was a lot of mistakes made there and we really made a lot of struggles and a lot of bad decisions, but uh, we managed to pull through it. All right. And tell us a little bit how the Ironman mindset came to be. So Ironman mindset is just something that, um, you know, my dad has written on a bunch of books and um, I... I felt as though I needed to do something to, to leave a mark. So I started to think, well, what can I do to uh, start a business and then develop that in my mindset? So, you know, I, I, I eventually got the business to growing a really good pace. We were doing roughly 20 million. We had 350 employees and I'd spent a lot of time developing a lot of people. 
uh, into the business, beginning to sort of take over all the day-to-day -day operations. So it freed me up a little bit more to um, go out there and just do what more, more triathlon stuff. I used to play a lot of rugby and uh, soccer. And um, so I started to do triathlons. I started to move into doing Ironman races. And, you know, when I'm doing like 20 hours a week, you need to be like super organized. So it just got me into, well, how can I, how did, can I develop that Ironman mindset where I'm every day, there's some type of challenge there being, you know, people issue, time, uh, injuries, you get a lot of injuries. Uh, the heat was a pretty brutal problem. Just push myself through those challenges. You know, I have a really good saying that, you know, only thing, good things happen on the other side of fear. And I was definitely pretty fearful going into doing uh, a lot of swimming, uh, swimming in open water. But, you know, I just pushed myself through that fear. So I just started to think, well, you know, I'm, let's, let's try and explain those Ironman mindset principles in my book and talk about all the things that helped me get there. All right. And what inspired you to write the book? So I just, the book, I think, you know, one of the chapters in the books talks about, you know, what, having people around you to help you work through triathlons and work through different challenges in life. So I thought, what's the best way to try and put my message across to help other business owners? Because um, all of them are facing challenges every single day. They're being hit by lawsuits. They're having employee type issues, um, trying to get people in the business. They're trying to grow the business. So well, what type of book can I write to help push them through that? And yeah, the people are going to get knocked down. But what are the things, what's, what can inspire people to get them back up on their feet, figure out what the challenge is, try to push through almost like just rather than trying to get a way out there and make big leaps and bounds, if you can make incremental steps on pushing forward, then um, you know, that's going to get them to eventually the goal they want to achieve. So that book will definitely explain all those things. Absolutely. And we will tell people at the end how to go get a copy, get their own copy of it. It's a great book. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Commercial Landscapers podcast. So the Commercial Landscapers podcast is, you know, I, I love talking to people. Um, the, you know, there's so many smart people out there who are willing to share their stories on how, what got them to where they are now. Um, you know, business owners, you know, executives of companies, a lot of them are just willing to share that stuff. So I thought, well, how can I develop a podcast where, again, it brings in, there's a lot of landscape elements to it, but there's a lot of other great business owners who have achieved challenges over the many years in business. So I started doing that, you know, roughly nine months ago. It's a weekly podcast and I'm getting some great traction and great feedback and just almost giving back to the business community. Well, congratulations. That is awesome. Um, you, in the book, you talk about an Ironman business. What do you mean by that? An Ironman business is really just what, what type of business are out there in terms of, you know, we, we, we face these challenges and we, we get knocked down. Um, but, you know, somebody else has probably done that, had that challenge before. So if you could look at that Ironman, it's, you know, it's not necessarily about, a, a, you know, a sprint. You know, if you do a sprint and you're suddenly at the finish line in a few weeks, running a business is not like that. 
an Ironman race is almost like, you know, we're going off for 12, 15, 16 hours. So you're looking for that long-term strength, uh, um, endurance. So what are the things to help you with your endurance of your business? Again, you know, I found that I didn't necessarily have the right people to take my business to the next level. So I spent a lot of time trying to find the right people who are eventually going to be my um, next leaders. And once I got them into the company, it was a case of, well, how, you know, how can I coach them? How can I mentor them to eventually take over the business for me? And not only does that help me free my time up for doing races, working on other uh, passions, spending more time with my family, but that, that helps them out to eventually, uh, them, they start their own business. I mean, what's interesting now is that I've, you know, now sold my business five years ago and probably 18, 90% of people have now gone off and started their own business. And I, hopefully some of that is back to some of the uh, inspiration that I put into them, uh, the coaching I did to can take them on the entrepreneurial journey. Wow, that is incredible. Talk a little bit about the process you went through uh, to sell the business. So I, you know, I was definitely going through some challenges with my my business partner. We, you know, we'd, it was almost like a marriage at first. We got on really great. We, you know, he was in charge of um, sales. I was in charge of operations, and it was, you know, definitely we spent more time together than than with our, our wives. But, um, you know, towards the end, I felt as though we were just slightly going different directions. I still had that growth mindset. I still wanted to maybe expand around the business. So, you know, I think it was after some going to some seminars and listening to Vern Harnish with Scaling Up that I just had that light bulb moment that I thought, well, life's too short here. So after that seminar, I went back and said, hey, you know, we, we, need to, we need to figure something out. Something's not working here. So we agreed to sort of hold it together, even though we had that, those differences. And we went out to an investment banker. We um, talked to him. They went through the whole process and they brought uh, roughly 17 companies to the table. And we just went through that dance with them visiting the business and asking all these questions. And eventually we, we went to, we sold to one company back in May of um, 2016. And it was, you know, it was a pretty tough, brutal process. I mean, the end of that, yeah, it was nice seeing money in the bank, but uh, it was completely exhausting. And, um, but uh, no, something, again, I want to share with other people just through what I do these days. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you like best about what you're doing now? I, I love helping people. I love my, my uh, goal in life is to make an impact on others. Um, so if I can help them with either scaling their business or working through a business challenge, then, so I, I, that's what I do is I'll go into companies and I'll effectively I'll peek under um, and from a different angle and figure out what are the challenges that are holding back that business. Is it uh, the wrong people in place? They don't have a strategy. Maybe they can't execute on a plan. Maybe they don't have enough money behind them. But sometimes it needs the outside person coming in and looking from a different angle. So that's what I love doing now. And it's really, you know, even during the last 18 months, we've all been challenged with uh, COVID that, you know, most of the businesses that I've been working with have all grown at least 10, 20%. So um, very gratifying to me that I'm able to help those businesses. And uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy it now. Absolutely. And you mentioned, you mentioned uh, obviously the pandemic 
Um, how do you help folks who are getting, you know, consumed with all the negative news and fear in the marketplace? And how do you get them to kind of like refocus and get back to, you know, what they love? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we were in the thick of things, I mean, I was on a call with most of them on a daily basis. I mean, I was putting in, you know, 15 hours a day, just talking them off the, off the ledge. But, you know, one of the first things I told them to do is stop listening to the news so much negativity out there and then then we just went through a series of exercises where we almost I pulled them into a like a meeting room and just locked the door pretty much and said okay what was what are some of the traits that have got you to this point what are some of the strengths that have taken the business to the point you're at and then we even not only looked at it from a business perspective but also looked at it from a, a personnel issue or some of the strengths on your team to help you through that, so you know, one of my one of my clients, he was in um, the entertainment business, and he also he was a speaker. I mean, his 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 revenue went to from twenty plus million to zero overnight. So yeah, I mean, he had a half a day, the day of being in that pity party, but after that, we we worked with the team, we looked at the strengths, and we figured out well, what can we do now to pivot to an online type platform? What can we do to help other people improve? and online speaking or um, improve the presentation skills. So that's a good example of just, again, working with somebody, making sure they're taking them out, they're lifting them out of the, the dumps and uh, figuring out how we can take the company to the next level. You've had so much success in multiple businesses. What is your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge is, um, I think a lot of other people are facing this is uh, people kind of find the right people. You know, we've uh, a lot of employees are now booming after COVID and really struggling to find those good people to take the company to the next level. So you know, what, what I'm trying to encourage, um, what, what I'm doing myself, but also encourage my clients to do is what are some of the ways that you could find those people using unusual methods? You know, a lot of people have been used to using things like Indeed or Craigslist or whatever that platform is. But I'm saying, well, if you're not finding those people and the digital age has really accelerated 10 years, what are ways that you can actually get out and find those people? So think outside the box, go into communities, do some networking, ask around. And I've, I found some really good traction there. And even things like we would sponsor, we've been sponsoring... Um, some soccer teams, again, to again, get involved in a community, uh, doing barbecues and things like that. So think outside the box a little bit. Absolutely. Now you've written um, an amazing book. What are some of your favorites that you love to read over and over and over again, other than your own? <laughs> um, you know, Good to Great is an outstanding book. Um, and then one I wrote, uh, read recently is the Dan Sullivan book, uh, Who Not How, uh, tremendous book. Um, you know, Vern Harnish scaling up, this traction. Um, you know, there's so many good books out there, but, you know, I think a lot of those books, especially books like, you know, for example, if you look at scaling up, it could be a really daunting book. You know, it's quite a big book. There's so many things in it. And I've said, well, don't, don't focus on trying to read the whole book. Look at what, challenges you're facing right now and just go to that chapter and read through it and see what nugget or two you can take out of it and then apply that in the business so yeah um, that makes a lot yeah. that makes a lot of sense that's great advice 
Um, you are also a podcaster. Who else do you listen to? Who inspires you? Oh, um, you know, Richard Branson, again, again, a great entrepreneur. I just love the fact that he's got there. He works hard, but plays equally hard. Um, you know, Elon Musk, you can't, can't uh, fault what he's doing these days. But there's so many trendsetters out there. But, you know, it'd be tough to list them all. But I think one of the advantages that I think we all have in this business world these days is having, we have that data available. That data wasn't around when I started my business. So it's a case of, you know, looking at that data, uh, figuring, sifting through it and figuring out what's the best data that I can use to apply my business and what, what can I do to take that data and accelerate my business. Again, you can get almost like too consumed with all that data, but if you just, you know, pick on a small slice of it and figure out how can I apply this to my business. That's great advice. You are, you give advice every day. What's the best advice you've ever been given? <laughs> um, good question. Um, yeah, I think sometimes I, even though I advise my clients against it, sometimes I get so excited about multiple different things, I just get spread too thin. So I, I have to, I have to do a reset and I try and actually do a reset every single week. You know, I have, I use a vision board, I put a vision board up in my, my office in my house. I even now have my kids doing a vision board every year. Just again, where, where are you going in the future? So just having something visual to remind you of where you're going, what your journey looks like. Otherwise you'll just get, you know, typical entrepreneurs, you get pulled in so many different directions. That is great advice. Robert, it's been a fantastic interview. It's an incredible book. Where can our folks go to get a copy of the book and to learn more about you and the amazing things you're doing? Yeah, thank you, Seth. Um, yeah, they can go to my website, um, the Radix Group, LLC.com. There's my book. You can get it there. There's different courses on there. Um, they can go to LinkedIn. Find me there. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and other social media. But uh, yeah, I really appreciate the, the time today, Seth. It's been good to talk to you and your listeners. Likewise. Well, this has been Seth Green with Robert Clinkenbeard of the Radix Group and Iron Man Mindset for Entrepreneurs. Highly recommend the book. It is a quick read. You will read it over and over and over again. Um, it is small, but it is jam-packed with value. And if you implement it, I guarantee your life will change because mine has too. Robert, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888 2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.